1: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy host, broadcasting live from lovely, oh, it's hot, Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show.
0: Thank you. Yes, it is. What do you call it? Uh, Eyeball meltingly hot. I think even the squirrels are taking a bath in the bird feeder. So that's what it's come to.
1: Yes, exactly. The squirrels are taking a bath in the bird feeder. And, uh, yeah, well, so here's a thought for all of you. When it's hot like this, the way to basically make it so that the heat itself doesn't basically impair your ability to, you know, see the rosy side of things, in other words, hurt your mindset, <laughs> just tell yourself, well, you know what? It's easy for Julie and I because we're from Ohio, right? So in Ohio, we have – we can tell you winter stories. Well, any Eastern uh, East Coast person can tell you winter stories that you guys that are from Texas and the West Coast just wouldn't believe. I mean, y- you just wouldn't believe the ice. You wouldn't believe the cold. You wouldn't believe the that people actually live – uh, you know in those types of environments now it's not like that all the time on the east coast when it's you know winter but oh my gosh when it is guys you're like on a different planet so every time it's scorchingly hot like this julie and i just remember we remind each other what it's like to live in ohio in the middle of the winter and then you know what all that's of a sudden right. the heat isn't quite as oppressive as it otherwise would be it's a mindset shift right. thing yeah it's so, a good day guys, to work you know that's how you got to look at it um julie and i are reading, or, julie and i are reading yeah, yeah go ahead sorry
0: Well, I was going to say you could do what one of our uh, coaching clients in San Juan Capistrano, Southern California did. She said, enough with the heat. I'm going on a cruise to Alaska. So there's another solution.
1: Right. So, I mean, Julie Julie and I are reading a bunch of different books right now, um, and we're reading a lot about ego. We're reading a lot about just different – we're trying to figure out a way to take some of these really obtuse concepts, and we're trying to figure out a way to essentially make them so they're more practical. We're not – dumbing them down, what we're trying to do is make them so that you guys can instantly use the information, uh, opposed to trying to, like, think about it. You know, the think about it stuff really is kind of just like, you know, it's a little bit mental masturbation is really what it is. So we're going to be delivering for you guys probably through the month of August. I talked about this on the uh, radio show yesterday. A long series of conversations with you guys where we're going to be helping you to understand what ego is, the positive, uh, you know, where ego comes from. Uh, where actually it's a, it's a biological imperative. It's actually part of our DNA. It's part of our brains. You know, it's, that's new research that's just come out about ego. For those of you who have studied it before, it's no longer just in the spiritual realm. It's actually being proven in science to actually live in a place in our brains, so that'll be interesting. You know, we're going to share with you guys how the ego can be used for good, but how mostly it's used for bad. And, and hopefully we'll also be effective at passing along two ways that you can look for the destructive forces of ego in your life uh, and then how you can change it, how you can turn it around. It, the goal is is that you guys will be able to then look at yourself in such a way that you'll be honest as to where the e- where your ego is. Uh, generally speaking, hurting you and holding you back. So it's our premise, and I want you guys to you know think about this. It's a big statement. It's our premise that ego is the most destructive force on our planet right now. Well, let me pre- let me let me edit that. It's the most. When an unchecked, unbridled ego, which is pretty much how our society operates. I mean essentially our society does nothing other than just basically pokes the ego. It essentially brings the ego in a bad way out in most everyone. That's essentially how the world operates right now, at least in our country, is, is it's okay to sort of have this unchecked, you know, run loose crazy thinking, crazy acting, destructive behaving egos. That's almost become a social norm to the people, to the point where if you run into someone that doesn't act like that, they're the weirdo. So um, what we're going to expose you guys to is, you know, basically the thinking behind how to control your ego. You can't ever get rid of it because it's part of your brain, but how to control your ego, and then how to use the ego for good, um, and then how to really set yourself up going forward so that your ego doesn't become a destructive force in your life. We're going to be talking about that all through. Uh, you know, next month. And I'm excited about it because it's one of the topics that I really like talking with on our private coaching calls. Now, here's the interesting thing. Sometimes uh, agents that are new in the business are receptive to uh, to the conversations about ego, but oftentimes they're not. They're not ready to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They're not ready for the, you know, that's fine. It's the agents that have basically struggled, who have been successful, who have fallen from their heights, down, you know, had to recreate their success. Agents that basically are a little road-worn, those are the agents that are most receptive to ego because they realize that just blunt force and just, you know, their force of character and nature and just, you know, unrelentless work, that in itself won't get them there, that they have to understand why it is that they go through these cycles of booms and busts and good health and bad health and all the rest of it. And, and it's our goal to make it so this ego conversation we have with you guys will shed light on how you can move beyond that, transcend your ego so that it's no longer controlling you, so at least you have a resemblance of control over it. Does that make sense, Julie?
0: Yeah, it absolutely does. And part of our job, as always, is to translate that into practical, tactical, uh, applicable (laughs) things that you can do about that, not just that it's a discussion about ego and understanding it at a greater depth, although that's where we're going to start, It's what to do about that and how you can keep yourself in check so that it doesn't get out of control as well as recognizing it when you're dealing with someone else and how to strategize to handle that when you yourself come across it. You know, you and I were talking about how our industry has this bizarre tendency to feed right into ego challenged types or to actually manufacture some big egos. So that led me to wanting to start this conversation with 10 biggest lies being told to agents. These are the most prevalent things that are very much out there, but not actually true. So part of our job as your radio coaches is to help you sift and sort what is reality versus what's being fed to you so that you can make better decisions about your own goals, your family, how you're running your practice, how you're handling your transactions, and really how you're running your life, if that makes sense to, so to put it all together. It does.
1: So- so the title of today's show, guys, what we're focused on are the 10 biggest lies being told to agents, the 10 biggest lies that our industry just basically has started to assume is true and not even questioning uh, what, these, you know, what these lies represent and not really even considering the negative ramifications of what these lies are. So we're going to go through each of these points. And we want, we're going to go through them, we're going to try to keep it fun and lighthearted because obviously this is a topic that can really raise the cackles of a lot of people because sometimes you'll be confronted with uh, a thought or someone who's maybe suggesting that you change your thinking or your approach to something and you, you're so embedded with that behavior that you find it offensive that they would even suggest that you change your, your thinking. So start out here, guys. Write this down or at least internalize this if you're driving around. One of, the sure, one of the truest signs of intelligence is being able to hold two points of view that are opposite of each other in your mind at the same time, right? So one of the surest signs of intelligence of, a, of a, you know, an active working brain, of someone who's actually engaged, is being able to consider two sides to an argument uh, at, in their heads at the same time, opposed to just immediately going to one side of the argument. And, and I'll challenge all of you guys to have that as your de facto way of thinking. Now, that's not being a skeptic. That's not being someone who's just basically pessimistic. That's someone who is willing to challenge their own dogmatic way of thinking so that they can potentially uh, invite into their heads new thoughts that, will allow them to have a richer, fuller life. So that's how I want you guys to think, if you don't mind, when we're going through these points. And again, it's the 10 biggest lies. There's probably more than that being told to agents right now. And so take great notes. I know a lot of brokers and office managers use our radio show as uh, training, and I'm warning you ahead of time that some of these, if not most of these, lies are being perpetuated by the brokerage industry. Uh, So this will be an opportunity for everyone to have maybe a good, honest conversation about uh, the realities, not just the myths of real estate. So, um, Julie, before we get to it, I want to remind, before we get to point number one, I want to remind all of you guys: if you haven't done it yet, go ahead and fill out the boxes on your mobile phone with your name, your email address, and your phone number. And someone from our team will call you back shortly and answer any questions you have about um, the coaching program, Real Estate Coaching Essentials. What I want you guys to remember is, Coaching Essentials is absolutely positively designed for the changing market that all of you guys are, you know, hopefully realizing that we're in. All of you guys are going to be seeing over the next six to twelve months. Very obvious shifts um, could be in a variety of different ways, but mostly we're going to see the economy in a form of recession. And that could be, depending on your market, that could be something that's rather severe or it could be something that's rather moderate. But the fact is, is the needs of your sellers and your buyers is going to dramatically change and you need to get ahead of that curve learning-wise. So Essentials is a real coaching program. You get four semi-private coaching calls per month and you get one private coaching call where you schedule with your coach around your schedule. You guys, all of you, you're listening to this radio show, you read our stuff because you're wanting to learn, you're wanting to improve, you're wanting to get smarter, you're wanting to be able to move faster, you're wanting to be able to make more money, Well, there's no quicker path to the top than following someone who's been up to the top many, 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 many times with other people, and that's what this coaching program is all about. And the best part, it's only $100 a month when you use the student approval program, and there's no payment for the first 30 days. And, by the way, every single one of you listening right now are already approved to be in this program. You know, we've worked with the lender, and the lender's basically said everyone that wants to join Tim and Julie's clients, they can get in. Everybody has approved credit. Everyone can get into this program. It's only $100 a month. Um And, like I said, it's a real life coaching program. Some of you guys are looking down the barrel of other coaching programs, and they're you know a thousand twelve thousand you know twelve hundred fifteen hundred eighteen hundred dollars a month. Well, here it is, guys, your opportunity to get into a coaching program now it's not you know. Our breakthrough coaching program is the next level beyond this, but this is a coaching program that's designed for all of you to really get ahead of the curve as far as the market opportunities that are coming your way. So seriously, guys, come on. $100 a month, every single one of you can afford that. Now, what's extra cool about this is just by completing that form, we're going to send you the six books that you see in that visual. So scroll to the bottom. You know, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, Real Estate Treasure Map, your 12-monthly generation plan, and there's three others that I don't remember off the top of my head. You get all those books just for completing the form. So complete that form. You'll get the book. Someone from our office will call you back. Boom, bada bing. You're one of our clients. All right, Julie, let's get to point number one.
0: Okay, perfect. I just wanted to check I was unmuted. Yes, I am. All right, so 10 biggest lies being told to agents. Number one, we hear this probably every day. You have to be passionate to be successful in this business. Well, I wrote down some questions to think about. So that means what if you don't love real estate? What if you're not passionate about sales? What if you feel like it's just not you? We hear that from coaching clients now and then. And for some of you, it's the reason that you joined coaching is to work through that, that you just feel like it just kind of makes you uncomfortable. It's not you. You're not really passionate about it. So be passionate about what real estate provides for you and your family. It's okay if you do not have passion for being in sales, for being in real estate, for selling houses, for negotiating home inspections. That would be normal, actually. If you talk to the top producers, they will tell you. Do you think that they're passionate about everything all the time and they just love, love, love the business? Do you know anybody like that? I'm not sure that I do, Tim. I know that a lot of coaching clients and some of our friends through the years have passion that runs through their business certainly but was it specifically passion for selling was it passion for being a salesperson passion for real estate on its own no it was the passion for what they were able to provide to other people which meant that they were able to provide for themselves and their families does that make sense
1: Let's look at the flip side of that, Jules. So those of you guys in this whole you have to be passionate to be to be successful. I'll find something you're passionate about and the success and the money will fall. And then fall. try and monetize is,
0: it. Yeah, good luck with that. That
1: is total and complete bullshit. Do not believe that. It's a lie. And furthermore, it's a lie that are keeping you guys broke. It's a lie that's keeping you broke. Oh, Tim, if I could only find something I was passionate about, then all yeah. the success and the money would follow. Negative, negative. That is not how it actually works. You know, you, Julie, I don't need to underline any of her points. And the, the bottom line is you don't have to be passionate to be successful. That's just not true. And it's an excuse that a lot of you guys use to not be successful if I was only passionate, if I could only find something I truly love or... You know, the flip side to it is you're passionate about something that you can't monetize that no one will ever pay you for. You know?
0: You wanna make jewelry or or
1: you you wanna do you wanna be a painter or you wanna play music or you wanna, you know, take pictures or whatever it is. Those things, oh I'm passionate about it. If I get really, really good at, you know, being a photographer then somehow the money will follow. No it won't doesn't work like that very rarely does it work like that so guys please do yourselves a favor and forget and to rip the posters off your wall and and you know anytime you hear someone telling you, you have to have passion to be successful immediately have a red flag go off in your mind because it's not true there is nothing beneficial that comes from you believing that you have to be passionate to be successful success is defined by how you define it you know but don't use that as an excuse anymore. And as Julie said, be passionate about what real estate provides for you and your family. Now, here's another one. Point number two, 10 biggest lies being told to agents. Point number two is you can't be a successful listing agent from day one. Guys, we were told that. We were told – now, this was back when Julie and I were in our early 20s, out of college. And we were, we were interviewing different brokers. We went to, I'll remember, I'll drop names, I don't care. We went to REMAX. We went to H.E.R. Realtors. Now they're real living. We went to some different offices, and we met with all the right people. And they, I, you could read their faces. Julie and I looked like we were about 12, you know. And so we're walking in there, <laughs> yeah. and, they're all, and they're all saying, well, when you start out in real estate, you're going to work with first-time buyers. You're going to work selling stuff that basically, you know, the agents that are more experienced don't really want to deal with. You know, you're going to be doing this, that, and the other. And I remember Julie and I thinking to ourselves, because we had purchased a house while we were in college, and we purchased a house from a listing agent who we had enough, you know, going on that we realized she didn't, that she was, that was not necessarily the greatest transaction ever. And we got to thinking to ourselves, if she could do it, why couldn't we do it? And that was that was what we were thinking about. So, you know, we bought this house when we were still in college, and we had this experience that kind of got us interested in real estate, and now everyone's telling us that you have to be a buyer's agent first. We knew enough about real estate to know that basically, the you know, you got to be a listing agent because then you have leverage. We knew that just because it's common sense. If you have inventory, if you're a store, right, you guys are opening up a retail store on Main Street, USA, and you have no inventory, people are going to peek in your window and keep on walking. If you have inventory, lots of things for people to look at, they're going to come in, and they're going to look at your stuff and buy stuff. Well, the same thing with real estate, except the virtual store that you have or the homes you have for sale, and unlike the guy with the storefront who has to buy the merchandise to sell, you get your stuff to sell for free, which is another one of the beautiful things about real estate. So guys, listen, you have, to be a, you have to move to becoming a listing agent. You have to list the last. I can give you all the things that have been said since the beginning of time. You know intuitively what I'm saying is true. Don't believe that you have to basically be a buyer's agent and somehow once those buyers decide to put those houses for sale 10 years from now, then you'll list them, and that's eventually how you become a listing agent. You can become a listing agent right out of the gates. You can start doing the things that we suggest that you do as part of the coaching program and list houses from day one and... You know, again, this is going to be one of those things that a lot of you guys are going to be almost spiritually opposed to. You can choose to rarely work with buyers if you learn to be a powerful listing agent. And that means you have control of your weekend's. That means you have control of basically your evenings. That means you have a professional schedule because that's what we teach you to do when you become a listing agent. You have a professional schedule. You work professional hours. That's how listing agents function. What makes your life feel out of control is when you're working with buyers because think about it. You're working with the buyers when they're not working. So that automatically means that you're working the nights and the weekends because that's when people aren't working. That's what creates all this stress and havoc in real estate. That's what makes it so that people, oh, my gosh, I had this dream of being a realtor, and now I'm in this thing, and I'm constantly working, and this is nutty. Guys get it? So why do you have to basically earn your way into being a listing agent through time? You don't. You just have to earn your way into being a listing agent through skills, through knowing what to do, and you have a successful plan from day one, and you implement that plan, you can be a listing agent right away. Julie, what's what's number three?
0: Well, I was just thinking, you know, curiously the people who tell you that the most are the listing agents. Hmm. Yep. Maybe they just don't want the competition, right? It's the listing agents yeah. that are great, especially for sale by owners and expires that will tell well, you, you, oh, you, you don't you, want to go after you, that, right?
1: You Perfect. touched on something right there. Let's hover there, okay? Because we experienced that, too, when we got into real estate. And, guys, I want you to think about this. You go to the other realtors in your office. God bless them all. And you're going to go to them, and you're going to say, what should I be doing? I heard, the, you know, I heard on this podcast this crazy couple from Austin were saying I should you know, maybe consider knocking on a Fizbo's door. And you know, they gave me this script. And here's what the agent's going to say. Oh, God, you don't want to go after Fizbo's. Fizbo's eat their young. Fizbo's this, Fizbo's that. All the while, they're thinking to themselves, what's the address so I can go knock on the door? <laughs> Right. Guys, that's how real estate exactly. works. <laughs> same with True. expireds. Same, same with notice defaults. Same with list pens. Same with uh, you know all the different things we teach you guys how to do. You go to your local realtors, nine times out of ten, they're going to tell you not to do it because they're doing it or they're hoping to do it. Or, and this is the case in most cases, they tried to do it and were not successful at it because they didn't stay the course long enough. And so they didn't give themselves time to learn how to become good at it because they failed at it. They don't want to see you succeed at it. It's all ego stuff, guys. These are all tru- truisms right. about real estate. It's the bitter truth. Don't believe it. You can become a listing agent right away. Just learn how to do it. Point number three, I think, Julie, number three? Yes. Yeah.
0: point number three is the lies you're being told, that you have to buy leads. I actually had oh. an email from a client that said, this was like shocking, okay, well, maybe not between us. But uh, she said that she was told by her office manager that you only prospect and do your lead follow-up and do things like crazy things like you know open houses and door knock expired and stuff like that. You only do that until you can quote afford to buy all of your leads. Like, really, I heard that too. Really, okay. Yep. So, and fortunately this this agent was smart enough to email us and say, "Am I really supposed to believe that? That doesn't make any sense to me. Why would I spend all of my hard-earned money then rebuying leads?" So, you're being told and that's an you know, a pretty obvious case from that email, but a lot of you guys are being told that that's what you do. That's what successful agents do. You just have to have a budget and you know, if you don't have a budget for it, you just use your credit cards until you can pay those off. Well, how healthy is that, right? So, I wrote down what is your lead buying budget that's how you should think about it did you when you got your license create a lead buying budget no of course you didn't so should we even have a lead buying budget no here's the question what skill are you actually avoiding by buying your leads how far are you getting yourself into debt if you don't actually have a lead buying a budget, so many people don 't even think about it when they throw it on their credit card well, Julie, and, Julie, you know it 's even worse because they, they don 't know what 's a quality lead from not quantity leads i mean it, it 's just like a big black hole go ahead
1: is that a will is that a willful lie, a willful lie, or an ignorance? a, a, a lie basically told out of ignorance? It, a lie nonetheless. I think that's a lie being told out of ignorance, and, and here's why. Probably, guys, I don't just,
0: think anybody's trying to hurt anyone, but it is ignorance. Not in sure.
1: that particular example. If mm-hmm. you have only been selling real estate since about oh seven oh six, that's essentially your whole exposure to real estate. Which, by the way, is probably ninety percent of you guys listening right now. Uh, you don't know your whole career has been where you could buy leads, so you don't know that for the hundreds of years before that. People never bought leads. They generated their own. This whole lead buying thing is a fad. Okay? And, again, you've not maybe been in real estate long enough to realize that this industry, you know, it's, it's fads. It's like waves of – and that's the buying leads right now is a fad. So here's a thought for you. It, it just clear your mind when I, when I present this to you guys because it really, I think, will – I think it will relieve a lot of stress. I really do. Right now. If you guys had to, and Julie and I, this is just a hypothetical, it's not real, we're going to have a competition. Then let's just say the prize is something you really, really want, but here's the deal. In the next 30 days, you have to take 10 listings. Some of you are like, dude, I take 10 listings a week. I get it. But in the next 30 days, you have to take 10 listings. How would you do it? I want you to ask yourself that, seri- that question. Whatever the prize is, you can fill in the blank. It's a house in Monaco. It's a vacation. It's all your debts paid off. It's whatever it is, something really magnificent, and you get it in 30 days for taking 10 listings in 30 days. If it's not enough of a challenge for you mentally, then increase it to 20. Whatever. It's just a game. How would you do it? How would you do it? So some of you have no idea. Some of you know exactly what to do, but you're just not doing it. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Guys, I'll tell you right now where there's leads, where there's people. Here's what most agents do. They go out to, um, they go out to a crowd of people, and then and say they're in front of a 1,000 people, and they'll say, hello, I'm Bill Smith from Bill Smith Realty. I'm here to help you buy or sell a house. Let me know. Okay. That's what most of you do. That's kind of your thinking, and maybe some people will trickle in. Maybe you'll basically get some leads. Maybe maybe you'll this, maybe you'll that. Well, what we teach you to do is go in front of that same crowd. This is all, you know, hypothetical, right? This is all I'm just, you know, painting a picture here. And instead of asking the crowd who's thinking about buying or selling, you're going to ask questions like, okay, who uh, in the crowd right now has a house that they need to sell in the next you know, 60 to 90 days, would you please stand up? Then they'll stand up. And then you'll see that basically 10% of the crowd stands up. So let's say 80 to 100 people stand up. Okay, would you please come forward? And then those people will come forward, and the rest of the people, you just say thanks. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Grab, grab your free promotional and you know, a ball cap and frisbee on the way out, and you just focus on those people. Well, you guys have that opportunity in your own marketplace, right now in your own marketplace. There are people that are standing up that have to sell their properties, and yet in order to get in front of them, you have to develop the skills as to a get in front of them and b know what to say. That's a fact. You have your for sale by owners, you have your unrepresented sellers, which are your expired. You have your, you know your your de- notice defaults. You have. There's, there's literally a list of about 25 really viable uh, types of leads where the people are standing up right now saying, please help me, I have a house to sell, and yet you guys spend money on buying leads? This information is out there. It's available. You don't have to buy leads. Leads are everywhere. They're surrounding you constantly, and yet you guys buy leads? It's insane. If you want buyer leads, here, I'll tell you how to get a buyer lead. Ready? List a house. List a house and and then use a service like 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE. That's it. You'll have to beat the buyers off the stick in virtually any market. Unless it's some crazy rural property in the middle of nowhere, you will have more buyer leads than you know what to do with and it costs you nothing. Focus on being a listing agent. Everything comes from that mindset and the skill set that it's necessary to have the result. Julie, next point?
0: Next point is number four. The lie being told is that selling real estate will make you rich. So here's a question. Are you rich yet? Why not? (laughs) Well, wealth is built from what you do with your real estate commissions, not the commissions on their own. It's the investments both back into your own practice, things like education, for example. I was talking to somebody in Chicago this morning that's making some decent money on a flip. Now, she's funding that at least partially from her commissions to get the house in the first place, to have exposure to the right properties to buy. But ultimately, she's building wealth as the result of what she does with her real estate commissions. You see the difference. And this is a big aha but moment for us. Say that you again, know, Jules. Yeah, say that uh, again. So it's, wealth is built from what you do with your real estate commissions, not the commissions on their own. It's That's what you do with the profits. Issue.
1: Yes. It's what you do with the profits from your real estate business. Wealth comes from reinvesting the profit from your business. Wealth does not come from your business. That is a different mindset. So if you're not making a profit, you won't have any money to reinvest. Most agents are being taught nowadays, heck, most business owners are being taught, that the, it gets, goes back to the first point about passion, that the profits will follow, that basically the money comes down the road, that you have to throw it all back in your business, that you have to constantly be in reinvesting in your business, buy this billboard, buy, buy this urinal cake, buy, do this website, do this, do this, do this other gimmicky crap, do a bunch of this, that, and the other, and then the profits will come. It's a lie because you spend all your money. I mean, you know, here's the thing, guys. Common sense tells you that what I'm saying is probably you're thinking, oh, my gosh, that totally makes sense. And yet look what our industry does. Our industry agents are going to these conferences and these retreats and these, going to see these, you know, you know, gurus and all the rest of it, all to be told, you know, do these gimmicky things, hit this easy button, take out this gimmicky ad, spend your money here, spend your money there. That's not about profit, guys. The profit comes when you peel the money off the top of every transaction. That's one of the key principles of what makes us different. We want you guys to build wealth from selling real estate. Because selling real estate will not build you wealth. That is a discipline. It is a huge ego thing, and we're going to be talking about that in the future as we discussed. So – Please remember that. If you're not paying yourself first off every deal, you will never have anything to show for all your labors. It will just go out the door. That's how it's designed. Taxes, expenses, fees, it's all designed like that, guys. So unless you have the discipline to save, if you guys are looking to get started, read the Dave Ramsey stuff. It's awesome. I think the basic stuff is maybe, you know, it's good, it's great. And then he has other things like your legacy journey and other things like that. It's great, well thought out, applicable, an actual plan. I'm not going to try to better what Dave said. Just follow what he said. That's a great plan for going about paying off your debt and building back some financial health. Um, so, guys, listen. We're going to continue on this topic on the next radio show. I think we have an interview tomorrow. Then the next day we're going to do the, uh, continue this topic. Open your mind to opposing views. Open your mind to opposing thoughts. The older we get, the more rigid we are in our thinking. When you hear something that, you're, that offends you or if you hear something that basically you're not in agreement with, opposed to just reacting to that negative emotion, give yourself an opportunity to ask why you're offended. Give yourself an opportunity to say, hey, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be offended. Maybe I should actually consider this opposing viewpoint. And now sometimes here's what will happen it'll actually reinforce the viewpoint that you had. In other words, you'll realize, you know what? I was on target the way I was thinking. Okay, good. I've just basically built, you know, essentially fortified my thinking. Other times you're going to go, huh, I never thought about that. There's a, been a bunch of different uh, studies that have shown that something like 98% of the thoughts that we have in our minds are the same ones we had yesterday, the day before, the day before, the day before. And oddly enough, they happen almost at the same time throughout the day. So we're living these sort of perpetual groundhog days. But here's what's really interesting. And this is more of a cerebral exercise than it is something for you to really do. But a lot of the thoughts that you have that are leading to the behaviors that you do, that are leading to the results that you're getting, those thoughts were implanted in your head you didn't choose for them to be in there. They were put in your head as a kid. They are put in your head by, you know, your parents, by all kinds of different things. So you think that you're thinking independently. You think you're thinking out of free will. But unless you're willing to hold two opposing viewpoints in your head with equal levels of respect and then challenge your own dogma, you're not thinking your own thoughts. You're thinking basically what's been floating around your head for sometimes decades upon decades. Give yourself an opportunity to grow. Because from that, you start having your own breakthroughs. If you're not where you want to be in your life, these little thoughts, these little breadcrumbs that we're hopefully giving all of you guys on the radio show and certainly in the coaching programs will perhaps, in accumulation, uh, point you in the right direction of really expanding your thinking and thus expanding your experience on this planet. If there's anything we can ever do for you, if there's any way we can ever help you in any way, obviously – Email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. And also, please keep in mind, guys, definitely, definitely consider becoming one of our clients. Uh, it's, you know, the Real Estate Coaching Essentials program is such a no-brainer. Hundreds of you guys realize that. You've joined the you know, program in the last couple months. But, guys, please don't wait. Don't wait for the market to change. Don't wait to say, oh, shit, I wish I would have listened to Tim and Julie. Don't wait to realize that basically what we are saying is true. Don't do that. We've made this so that everyone can get accepted into this program. we made it so that it's really affordable, and this is a very comprehensive program, and it's a coaching program. Stop thinking that buying leads is going to get you into the end zone. It won't. Your thinking and how you apply the skill set that you're willing to learn, that's ultimately what's going to carry you through life. And it's going to give you better financial and overall health as well. I mean, truthfully, if you guys aren't worried about money, chances are you're also going to feel a lot better about yourself and your relationships and all the rest of it. Anything we can ever do for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.